You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Hello and welcome back to the Music Interval Theory Podcast. My name is TC and I'm your host for today. Actually, this is a special episode because I want to share a rare guitar lesson that I recorded years ago, even before Frank and I founded the Music Interval Theory Academy in July 2015. And it even gets better because we made the video version of that lesson available to you as well. You can find it on our website and we'll put a link in the show notes. Actually, when I look at my younger self from the video, it almost makes me feel like I would read my own diary. But let's not get emotional, but grab our guitars and have some fun. Here we go with the major scale on G. Thanks for coming back. Today we're going to talk about the uh, major scale. And not only just the major scale, we're going to use this major scale to relate all other scales to. And the natural major scale is scale number one. It's real simple, scale number one. And it sounds like this in G. Okay, so that is the natural major scale. In that scale, the natural major scale, there are seven steps, and then the scale repeats itself. So one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. Eight is really just starting over again. That's that's a G, and that's the same as one. So one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. So there's seven steps to a major scale. In between each one of those steps is an interval. Okay, it takes two notes to make an interval. So if, if I played step one and put the half step in between step two, you would hear this. The distance between step one and step two is two. It means two half steps. And the reason why you need to know that formula is because wherever you are on the guitar, if you know that formula, you can play a major scale. You don't have to memorize every single note because you'll understand the distances between them. And eventually you should memorize the notes too. But for exa example, you know, if I'm in the key of A flat and you want to know what the sixth step of the scale is, uh, you might not know it's an F. Or you might not know the seventh step is a G. If I'm in the key of B, the sixth step of the scale is a G sharp. I mean, that's a lot of memorization to do. But if you know the formula for a major scale is 2 plus 2 plus 1, 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1, and you know where a B note is, you can play the scale. Because you know the formula. You know what the relationship of the scale steps are. So that's what we're trying to teach you, to think in terms of distances between notes and eventually what this will do this will free you up to play styles you'll be able to hear for example baroque music you know bach type music used a certain kind of intervals and resolutions and those will become more obvious once we understand how the distance between two notes played scale wise can work for example if i was to play a g major scale Baroque intervals are a lot of times thirds and sixths and tenths. Now, those you won't understand what that is, but if I'm thinking in terms of scale, 
A third is if I play the first note and the third note of a G scale together, I get this. Where did that note come from? Playing those notes together. If I play the scale in thirds, now I get this. So if I want to play the scale in tenths, which is the tenth note of the scale, which would be the second octave, because the scales, as you know, only have seven steps, right? So I'd have to count ten. How high does that take me? Well, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so I'm going to start here and, and play the, the scale, starting on scale one and ten. Now I get... So this interval is simply 10 scale steps apart. And pretty soon you're going to learn how to play the scale, close the scale, holding these two notes. So it would sound like this. If I was going to use Baroque music or I wanted to ad-lib uh, or just improvise using those intervals and just the G scale, I might do something like this. That's all just the major scale. We haven't put any sort of embellishments in there, just the major scale. And once again, the formula for a major scale is 2 plus 2 plus 1, 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1 is the formula. There are seven steps. If you want to think in terms of scale intervals, then scale intervals, if you were to play 1-5, that would mean the first step of the scale and the fifth step of the scale, you play them together. That's five. That's a distance. Seven half steps. So let's count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, so it's five scale steps, but seven equal building blocks. So this is normally referred to in traditional music as a fifth and it's actually seven equal building blocks between those two notes. I'm not relating to any scale. It's just that's an interval to me. And it's much easier to think in terms of just the interval because if I have to think in terms of scale steps, then I have to know the whole scale and all that sort of stuff. So I want you to understand that thinking in terms of intervals is really where we want to start. And your lesson today is the natural major scale. We call it scale one. Traditionalists call it the Ionian scale. The formula is 2 plus 2 plus 1, 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1. And there's seven scale steps.
Okay, and then it starts over. To recap also, I want you to know it's very important to learn to play these scales horizontally on the neck and vertically. So horizontally and vertically, it'll help you learn early on how to switch over. This is how cellists, violinists, violists learn how to play their instruments because they don't have frets like guitar has. They got to do it by ear and just distance of notes. They feel the distance of the notes. So you're actually taking a really broad musical approach. It's going to take a little, little time, but in the end, you'll move much faster. This is exponential type thinking on guitar, which means it starts off like this and goes like that. So that's really where you want to be. And once you understand the intervals on the guitar, you will be able to keep up with anybody. For example, if I wanted to use step one and step three, which is a third, and I'm going to just play thirds, and I wanted to ad lib it, or just play, I could skip around just playing the thirds on the various scale steps. So here we go. So that's thirds, and that can, of course, you can continue. So those are small intervals. If I wanted bigger inter intervals, like you hear a lot of country music guys use use sixths. That type of stuff. And that sixth sound is how the pedal steel guitar is tuned. So you get that sort of sixty sound. And uh, so if you put thirds and sixths together, you can get... So that's thirds and sixths, all the G major scale. Then you can connect them. That's connecting the intervals by moving the top note, but you can also move the bottom note. The steps in a major scale are very interesting. If I take uh, step number four and step number seven, I get a tritone, and that always, a tritone is six intervals, so that's this sound. And that sound always wants to take you to the key. So if I know where the fourth step and the seventh step of a scale is, those two intervals, if I play the four and the, and the seven together, they want to resolve. So you can hear the sound. 
right? So a lot of Baroque music and 20th century music to all, uh, almost everybody, jazz, all uses that tritone in different keys to connect. It sets up a dominant sound, so it wants to take you someplace. And actually, if like in, in the key of G, because we're in the G scale number one, If I take the seventh and the fourth step and just play them in a row, I get. And each one of those is going to resolve. You hear how that naturally sounds like it wants, wants to resolve. So you can use that tritone to go to different tonal centers real easily, which, you know, uh, Blackbird of the Beatles does that, you know. Okay, that's that's an example of how tritones work. So you, I just want you to know right now, you can get real pretty sounds out of just scale number one and connecting the intervals together. So if you want to play... Just a quick thing about fingering. The way I practice thirds is I break my fingers up into sets two and two, or two and three, or whatever on the right hand. So the right hand. break up sets of the fingers on the left hand also. So you want to think in terms of teams in your fingers, just basically, rather than getting to all the techniques. But let's say it's tense. So I got... So it's teams on the right and teams on the left. That really was fun to rewatch, and it's interesting because in the meantime we've created so many guitar applications, like the Did You Know Guitar series, the Power Pentatonic classes, the TNO Guitar series, the Baroque series, Blues Guitar, and much more. All based on interval theory and available inside the Academy. If you're not a member yet, please start with the free Composer's Toolkit and take advantage of a ton of valuable resources for aspiring composers and music creators. Believe me, you won't regret it. MusicIntervalTheory.academy slash toolkit. That's all for now. This is TC wishing you a wonderful day and see you in the next episode. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.com.